podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. This is episode 76. On this episode, we have Pow Wow. He Skypes into us and we talk about our Patreon, uh, his youngest son, Paul's birthday party. And then the main reason he's on, and some people probably hate this, is he's on to talk about Big Brother. So we do a quick, uh, like 10 minute, maybe 15 minutes talking about the television show Big Brother. It's going to happen a lot. So if you listen to the podcast, it'd be real cool if you get into it. Um, and then after that, we talk about Pow Wow's medical procedure. He had like his appendix removed, I believe, um, and him growing pot, briefly bring up Stranger Things and then The Office. And then on the last half of the podcast, uh, Petra Vita calls in and on his, his recording sounds different just for other co-hosts if you are listening because he recorded locally. So like he recorded on his computer and sent me the file. That's why it sounds better. Um, if y'all want to do that, y'all can. And um, when he's on, we really get into cereal talk. So we talk about breakfast cereals, the cereal war, uh, you know, my team versus his team. Pretty decent. And then we talk some breakfast stuff. So uh, check it out. What up? We're joined by Pow Wow. What a do, man. All right. And uh, real quick, just to get to it, because you're here and you're one of them, patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. There's you and my mom and Snappy and Hurricane Haynes and Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear. And y'all are all co-producers, <laughs> so shout y'all out. Um, and right. if other people want to give me a dollar or more a month, you'll get early access to the podcast. Um, and it's cool to support the dreams of this cool podcast. Anyway. And be, a, and be a co-producer. Just quit getting a McDouble and just give a dollar. It ain't that much, man. Right. I agree. You know, might as well be a producer. Uh, you put on your resume. It, it's really good that's, for you. So That's all I did it for. Yeah. Resume building. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, how things been going for you, man? Uh, They're okay. I stepped on a nail um, the other day, oh. so that sucked. <laughs> so did your mom make you finally get a tetanus shot? Yeah. She was like, go do it. And I did. And then... They all wanted to make a big deal at the doctor's office. I'm like, I'm just here for a tetanus shot. I don't need you to x-ray shit. I don't need, like, quit fucking. <laughs> they they trying to they trying to add shit on for you, man. I know. It's bullshit. I was like, I don't like it. This is the whole capitalism and medicine is what's happening. We're like, well, can we add this on? And how about this? See, that's like when I, so obviously you've seen uh, Saya. So my oldest, over the span of 10 days, he went from breaking his humerus, and how he did that was getting a piggyback ride by me. He let go when I went to open the fence, and I opened the fence, and my arm wasn't holding him. And he fell off, landed on a rock, and broke his arm. Ten days later, he goes outside again with a broken arm, lifts up a 20-pound garden rock, and drops it right on top of his big toe, breaks his big toe right below his growth plate. God. So I'm in the same urgent care in, in, the, in that 10-day period, and they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, guys, I'm, this is, this is, we're not, you know, abusing our child. He is just damn crazy and he won't stop. And it, man, and they, they added, we had to get a boot, which was $190 for some metal and Velcro. Yeah, man. Children's shoes are expensive. That's what they say. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like that's ridiculous. That, that's what it was, but it, it's all right. Yesterday we actually got to have uh, Paul's birthday here. Which was pretty fun. Um, we we rented one of those uh, bounce house and water slides. I probably had as much fun as the kids on that thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was you know me. It it, it was 
we got it at 10 o'clock and we had to uh, shut it down at five because it started lightning. And they said if it uh, starts lightning to go ahead and unplug it. I mean, they were going to come at six anyway. Right. But I went up and down that thing because it's 18 foot tall. Okay. Um, I went up and down that thing at least a hundred times. Oh, hell yeah. So it's, so it was, did you get your money's worth for whatever it cost? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is we were going to spend, you know, $300 for two, two hours at incredible pizza, you know, for a total of about 20 people. Well, I spent $400 for this thing and we cooked out here, um, had all the presents here, had more people come over. Um, and yeah, I think we had a, a much better time for, it was a little more expensive, but it, for a hundred bucks more, I'd rather stay here and, and have this giant water slide. Now I will say I have a giant scratch about, I don't know, 10 inches long or so on my shoulder where I slid down. Jeez, Jill. <laughs> right. And I slid down and the Velcro that holds it together came loose. And I, my right or my left arm just went right against it all the way down. And I had this, it looks like I got a, a whip on my shoulder. It's insane. Oh, yeah, that's uh, well. Yeah, I see where y'all had fun. I saw y'all post about that yesterday, or Jill did. Someone, someone posted about some shit. So yeah, and then my mom posted and put the wrong grandchild. She goes, "Happy birthday, Hugo!" <laughs> and I was like, um, <laughs> "Mom, you're here at this party, and um, that is Paul, not Hugo." Yeah, hey, it happens, you know. Um, now the main reason I had you on here, so I'll get to it, and then we can talk about whatever. Uh, yes, is Big Brother now. Yes. It is uh, the Sunday before this episode comes out, so we're recording, so we haven't seen Sunday Nights. Uh, so the last episode we've seen is whenever they do the big reveal. I'm not going to try to spoil anything too much this early um, in case people are going to catch up. But they've done the big reveal, the big twist of the season, if you will, that's going to make it different. Um, yes. Which is fun. And then, sure enough, the one guy was like, all right, I'm finally going to just choose somebody this episode. I choose that guy. What happens? That guy goes home or whatever. You know, I was like, God damn it. So I don't know who see, I'm going to go for. <laughs> see, I, I know you don't like the trucker guy. And so I don't know their names well enough yet. So they all have their own nicknames right. to me that well, I know them. All right. We'll talk about trucker guy. quick. So when I first saw the trucker guy, I was like, in real life, this will be the most annoying motherfucker to ever be around. Like he's just do you, annoying. Do you know? Do you know who I thought this was? Uh, a more high-level Johnny. Uh, see, I think Johnny's way cooler. This guy's not cool. See, I like- well, yeah, agree. I mean, I, I'll get you there, but like he has a tattoo just because he thought it's cool, so he could hang his right arm out the window like a trucker. He has the silver necklaces on quite a bit, and I, he just screams so affliction. They, they come from the same cloth for sure, but a little different. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Anyway, but in the house, the trucker guy isn't bad. Like, he's playing a decent no. game. His annoying stuff he does is, like, kind of funny for inside the Big Brother house. Um, for sure. So, yeah, I don't hate him as much as I thought I was going to. Uh, I think the guy – I think you would you probably liked he, the, the, like, buff guy, right? Like, the attractive buff dude. I don't remember his name. Uh, he's, like, the leader. You're talking about, talking about – Aquaman, or are you talking about Mr. Marine? Yeah, Marine guy. Chiseled chin. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, he's he's cool. Um, he's definitely a little more laid back than wannabe Aquaman is. Um, I think uh, it's Jack. I think he's going to get, you know, he's a wannabe Aquaman. I think he's going to get evicted a little quickly if he don't calm it down because he's starting to rub people the wrong way. Now, don't get me wrong. The hippie chick or um, it's Christy, that's who Jill's. Was Jill's favorite until this crazy 
thing that happened this past week with her just crying and it just drives me nuts. She's going to be the whiner. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I really like it. I don't have a favorite yet. And I know we're supposed to have it before the first house guest. We usually pick one person to win it. Um, but I, I honestly, none of them really stick out to me. Um, you know, the, the Mac Miller guy, um, we do not agree, uh, me and Koopy, that he looks like Mac Miller, by the way. Like, just doesn't. I think he does. I think he does. All right, so uh, I'll try to work on a photo side-by-side to post up when this episode comes out because I just don't see it. Uh, but he just looks like a pizza guy to me. I call him the pizza guy. The pizza guy. And he's not. He's a child therapist, but I look at him and I'm like, oh, I know. he's like a pizza guy. Well, first off, I would not have chose that as his occupation um, at all. Um but I don't know. It's it's been a decent season so far. Um, I was uh, kind of surprised um, how well Cliff has got along with people because normally the old person gets voted out like as soon as possible. But people seem to like him pretty well. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I am excited to see the rest of the season, and I really want to know um, if uh, Ken and Barbie. Um, are going to stay together, which is, you know, Mr. Marine and then the, right. the dumb bit. And the Marine's name, and I'll, I remember this because I, the last episode, I was like, I got to remember that because I think he'll be good, is Mickey. Cause Mickey. I, th- I keep right. thinking it's like it's Mickey spelled, Mouse. Yeah, but it's spelled like Mitchie. Yeah, but they say Mickey, so that's, I'm going to try to keep remembering it. Um, I like him definitely more than the Aquaman looking dude because you could tell oh, he sure. was smart. Like whenever they actually yeah. talk about strategy, you can tell he understands the game of Big Brother, which is a different thing. So, um, I think he'll probably do well unless they just, you know, he does something crazy and they all turn on him because that happens for sure. So, Hey, are we going to talk about Ovi? Uh, sure. Go for it. Okay. So this secret power that he has, sir, and spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't watched it. If you have, then that's your own fault. You have plenty of time to catch up. Not my problem. I mean, it's only Ovi. like the first week or two. There's like 30 more weeks. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. got it. They got to be, kept, they, they shouldn't be behind. You're going to, if right. you start this far behind, you're never catching up. It's true. But Ovi, with this secret power of changing the nominations, when he told um, uh, Jack and Mickey. Mickey and Jack that about this power, I really thought they, as soon as you seen Mickey's face light up, he's like, "This is something that we could have in our back pocket." And I, I thought they, you know, I thought they might try to immediately flip on some stuff, but. You know, I think they don't want to ruffle too many feathers. Everyone's going to vote with the house at first or whatever this. I'm so confused with these alliances and who's doing what or if they're actually together because it doesn't seem like they're going to follow each other. Right. Um, I agree. I don't think they uh, have so, <laughs> any intentions of uh, sticking with their lines. No, it's, what, they're called. Uh, the, they're called grateful, right? With but, an eight. But it's spelled with an eight. Yeah. I think the uh, OV alliance would have been better to stick with. For sure. And I mean, I'm sorry, but. That was a little messed up. Like he really thought he had alliance with those five, uh, you know, those it was the five people in total. Yeah, and it that was. Well, and the girl that, he was up against, and this is the best thing about reality shows because I, I know I've said this in the past. Like I don't normally like a lot of reality shows, but the things they always have going for them are the editors. Like the editors are the stars of reality yeah. shows. It's what makes them different <laughs> yes. than anything else. Is they have to, and especially Big Brother, they pour through. You know, it's twenty four hour footage of all these people. And then they oh, have yeah. to cut up episodes. So they do this one where one of the girls, I can't remember her name, that was nominated to go home, um, she would go into a room and be like, are y'all bitches conspiring against me? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was, that was uh, Barbie. 
That, that was the bimbo. She kept walking around every room. Are you bitches conspiring against me? Oh my god, that and, was so nice. And the way they clipped it together, it was just so. It was like a fucking John Oliver skit on his show. <laughs> it, like, was. it was. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, how many times can she do this? It's great. It, it was. It was it was good. I mean, I'm I'm kind of excited for the season. I I really like all these new twists that they have because I mean, Big Brother. I mean, expect the unexpected. That's that's what they're known for. But I mean, it it is pretty nuts. But the last thing I have to say is that Kimmy chick is driving me nuts with her attitude of thinking she's better than everyone else. Is that the nerdy looking girl? Which one's Kimmy? Uh, no, the black lady. Oh yeah yeah yeah. For sure, she is. She's driving me nuts with the way she's acting. Like she just, See, she acts I, like she's better than everyone. It's like, I'm sorry, you've done nothing to prove that you're amazing. You know that you're some Rachel of Big Brother or anything. I mean, come on. See, I felt the same about the nerdy chick because she keeps acting like she's a badass, and I'm like, I just look at you she, and I'm, I don't know that little skinny girl. Yeah, she acts like she's oh, gonna be good uh, at some uh, stuff, and I'm like, I we'll have to see it. I don't know. Well, and like the sport chick who got the um, the brown haired attractive girl who you really haven't seen much of. Um, yeah, she's got a weird hold, name. Hold on, it's like Annalise. Annalise. Aseline. Aseline. Gasoline. You know. <laughs> oh my God, Annalise. So she, I thought she was going to be really good. You know, Miss Sporty and everything. But again, it's. I mean, the hippie won the first challenge. Um, but then again, I mean, McCray won hit the very first challenge of his season, and well, he didn't do crap the rest of the season. Um, that was my so pick, know, though. It, it was. So I mean, we'll see. Um, you know what what happens. But I, I am super excited about Big Brother. Um, we did get we did miss one night because um, Jill didn't wake up. So then we had to watch both of them on Wednesday on um, this past week, and then we we've been good since. Yeah, we do this. I mean, I have CBS All Access, so sometimes I'll forget. And I'll just have to rewatch it the next day when it comes up on their app. Um, but yeah. eventually I'll get into like where I'll watch the live feeds and stuff. But I just haven't gotten that into it yet. You know, takes. Yeah, a, yeah. I'm, takes a minute. Takes some time for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got to click for sure, man. Um, and then let's try to think of anything else I'm bring up to you. I, I know Jill and her little brother enjoyed Stranger Things. So has she watched the new season of that yet? Um, she is not. I know that they talked about it because he came up yesterday for Paul's birthday as well. Um. Because I think he had asked about it, but no, she hasn't. She hasn't watched it. Um, it's really just been been Big Brother, and then these kids with, you know, them getting hurt, and then you know, I had my that appendectomy that I had oh, yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, I brought that uh, up. Uh, you were going to be on, but then you were like, "Hey, I'm in the ER." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Sorry, man, can't make it today." Uh, that was honestly, I, I thought I had the stomach bug at first. It, it just started hurting real bad on Saturday, and then when I I was laying in bed, it got worse. But and I don't think Jill wants me to say this, but you know what? I don't care. She can't stop me since I'm on the podcast now. I feel like I am pretty impressive seeing how I had sex while I had appendicitis. Yeah. Um, Power she was like, you, I mean, she was like, do you, are you, are you still hurt? And I was like, I'm fine. Let's go. And then the next morning I have appendectomy and then she's freaking out. She's like, it could have burst. I was like, that would have been impressive. It's slightly more attractive now that that happened. Yeah. Um, See, I mean, really, <laughs> she has no excuses now. If you're like, so babe, she's like, well, I'm not really in the mood. <laughs> You can be like, well, you know when I wasn't in the mood? When my fucking appendix burst. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Hey, at least it didn't burst, um, which is which would have been real bad. But they did, from the time I did the CT scan, an hour and a half later, I, was, I went to another hospital. First off, they tried to make me sign a piece of paper without telling me that it was for an ambulance. Because I was like, what am I signing? They were like, hey, this is so you can... 
uh, get taken by ambulance. And I go, hey, my grandpa's here, so I'm not taking a loud, noisy ride for $2,000. I'm going to let yeah. him drive me yeah. 10 okay. miles down the road. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, it was already $25,000 for the entire process from emergency room to surgery. Jesus. Um, yeah, that's stuff is stupid. And I had to go to the white people hospital because Claymore Indian hospital does not do surgery on the weekends. Cause you know, you don't need that. Um, and so I had to go to the white people hospital and that's, it, it's expensive. Yeah. That's the but racism hey, we deal with as white people in America. You're starting to understand. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> not a fan. Not not a fan at all. Of I know you're but like, no, why can't y'all just get free health care? That's how we do it. We just go to the Indian <laughs> hospital and it's free. I don't get it. It's it's simple, man. It's awesome. You get to go there, in and out. You know, in a good six to twelve hours. Right. Um, it's remember it's that one that time big. you had staph infection and they were wanting to pop it oh, and give you God. an aspirin. <laughs> yes, it was so bad. So before <laughs> the, we have a nice Indian hospital now in town, yeah, we, but it used yeah, to be like. An outlet mall converted into a into one. I don't know. It was weird, and they did not have it top of the line bad. stuff going on. No, it was easily the worst around. But now they do have a state of the art. Um, but no, it's other than that, man. I, I've, I'm actually, if it doesn't rain today, I'll be able to play softball. I had to not play last week, obviously. Um, but it, you know, it was crazy because my appendix, you know, was uh, not in the right spot, so they had to make an extra cut to get to it. It was up and behind my liver rather than where it was supposed to be at. And so I bet that would have been that happens, funny you know, yeah. Right. They're like, uh, oh, this dude's weird. His, his appendix is just up here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. But what's awesome, man, I mean, you've seen some pictures on the, on the discord, uh, our plants. We have got one of them, Oprah, which is OG Kush. Um, she is going to be done probably in the next week. I was looking at her, her trichomes the other day, um, with, uh, my jeweler's loop and they're starting to turn that milky color, um, on probably 75% of them. Once they're all that milky color, man, chopping her down, letting her dry. And we've been talking about how long we're going to let cure. Um, I, I was think we're going to told by my neighbor across the street that, you know, and you know how his history of what he's done is yeah. he says 14 days, no more, no less. It's the perfect amount, but I don't know anything about it. See, I was, cause I'm on a grower's, uh, Facebook page and that, and that was a topic that was brought up and people had, some people were diehard with two weeks. Um, uh, some people are, you know, as much as eight weeks, um, that you'll see them cure for me. I think it's just going to be trial and error. I'm going to try it literally the very first day after it's dry just to see how it is. And then, you know, try it at two weeks. And then, you know, I think if it tastes okay there, then I'll, I'll, we'll smoke it. But if not, then, you know, maybe try it once a week, you know, up until it tastes the best or whatever. Right. And just in case anyone uh, doesn't know, we're in Oklahoma where we have medical marijuana these days and you're growing really big pot and you can follow you on Instagram at native grower native grower native grower right uh so anyway people can check that shit out um i might have to get a card eventually just uh i feel like it's dying down the like weight and the lines you you gotta hurry before august oh what happens in august in august um you won't be able to go to a dispensary to get your recommendation um Right now, most, especially up here, um, usually once a week, if not multiple times a week, they have the doctors coming to the dispensary. Um, it's much easier that way to be able to get in and out. And that stops as of August. Um, you're, you're not able to do it. 
um, from there moving forward. Right. Okay. You have to Good go enough. to the actual office. Um, but if, yeah, if you ever make it up here before August 1st, um, the place I go to, Med Farm here, um, they do it every Friday and Saturday from 11 to 1. It's a $150 doctor recommendation. Um, and then the state fees, $104.50 or $105.50 or something like that. All right. Might have to do it. Might have to make a trip. We'll see. Yeah, man. Um, oh, I was going to say, and I'll talk about it more next week, but Stranger Things Season 3, I did think it was better than the other seasons because I'm not the – I think it's a good show. I don't think it's amazing, typically, the first two seasons. Yeah. Um, I did think it was better, though. I liked it a lot more. I think I was also – I enjoyed the 4th of July thing as opposed to the whole Christmas thing. Um, and Koopy and I just watched it eight hours straight. So, Oh, you're just able to binge it out? We just watched it like we sat that, down and started it. Now that I don't smoke cigarettes, uh, that's a thing I can do that I used to not be able to do. Because I used to yeah, like, well, I'm so- going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. You still you still stop smoking, man? Uh, yeah, it'll be let's see, a, like a month away from a year. So hell yeah, man, that's so dope. It sucks. Yeah, I want you, one uh, all the time. Are, are you are you are you breathing better? You feel like exercising more and no. and you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I go walk the dog or whatever. Um, I don't. I breathe about the same. I still hack shit up all the time. Um. But I think that's what's gonna happen for a few years until it. Yeah. Until you I mean, heal bro, up. you you was like on a pack a day, and then when we was living together, it was more than that. Yeah, we got crazy. Uh, I mean, it was bad. I mean, we were, we were sharing two, three packs a day. It was. But for instance, was, when I had the whole nail in the foot scenario, I wanted a cigarette so bad. Oh, so bad. I was like, God, so, it'd be so fucking awesome. And then apparently, that's not like other people tell me they don't have those urges, but I'm like. I do all there's, the time. There's still plenty of times that I, I really want a, a cigarette. That's for sure. Um, the worst, honestly, is when I get I, – and it doesn't happen too often anymore since I, I watch myself. But if I overeat and I'm like super stuffed, that to me, that is the number one time I want a cigarette. Right. Uh, I, I, but, I agree. Yeah. Um, but anyway, man, uh, we'll have to have you call in more, keep up on this whole big brother stuff. Pretty much got this whole calling in thing figured out. I think I don't fucking know. Um, and then I guess I'll say that the, on the 4th of July, I had a song come out on Spotify and Apple music and Amazon and title and all the other stores, I think, uh, called always too high. It's strong Maurice feature of me and it's pretty good. And yesterday I got 250 listens in one day. Which is definitely a high Dang, for me. bro. I think that was like all my music, but it's because of that song. And then people probably wouldn't click my other shit. But so anyway, hopefully everyone keeps listening to that because I think it's really good. So wait, so it is on Apple Music, you said? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just tap in always. And then two is the number. So always the number two. Oh, okay. That's what I just. Okay. You know, that we thought it was sense. fun with A2 the Mo to do it that way. We it was yep. a, It was a topic of discussion for sure. No, I feel you. And I'm gonna. And I'm. I'm literally downloading it right now. And then when Luke comes home from his drunken fest that he went to yesterday, I'll have him download it. Cause you know him, always trying to bump in his his stang he's got. Oh yeah, this will hit harder probably than any song I've ever done. Strong Maurice is so fucking dope, and he makes it like crazy. So he'll like. Hell it. yeah, yeah. Go listen to it, cause I'm gonna listen to it when we're done here. And I do have one last thing. Last night I was watching The Office. You know how whenever I was there, I was talking about how my pops was talking about gang banging it out whenever he's talking about getting stuff done? Yeah. It's on season two, episode six. When Michael is uh, trying to talk to Dwight and they have to sign all these papers and it's like six o'clock at night. And it was the fight episode that he had with with Dwight. Right. 
And then he's like, guys, if I can just get a little help from each one of you, we can gangbang this thing out. <laughs> and I laughed for a good 10 straight minutes. Hell yeah. Um, uh, on it. So I had to, had to say that I, now my pops to me is he's getting closer and closer to Michael Scott. That's awesome. Last night I watched, I think, <laughs> my favorite episode. Me and Taylor did a top five episode list. I don't remember what I put, but there's like mm-hmm. probably like 15 Office episodes that I claim is my favorite when I'm watching it through. I'm like, oh, this one's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dinner Party was on last night, and I fucking love oh, Dinner Party so much. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's so awkward. Well, All at the same time. And this time. time was better because Koopy's, for whatever reason, this time through and last time a little bit, She's gotten a little more into the office there for a while. She was resistant, you know, but through Stockholm syndrome, she's come around and (laughs) I was pointing out through the season previous, you know, to dinner party, how Michael keeps asking Jim about going to dinner and Jim always has an excuse. I go, they're setting up the best episode. And I was like, and so like, and they done like pre-work to set it up and the, the cold open is the whole, like, I'm going to tell corporate we're not working overtime. We're not doing it. I'm not making my people do overtime. And then yeah. Jim yeah. You know, like, clicks with Jim and he's like, oh, God. It was such a – he's like, we're not going to make these people work like this. It's not right. And he yeah. just starts up. screaming and shit. <laughs> it's – bro, I love uh, – The Office is awesome. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I, I Obviously, you know one of my favorite episodes is um, where Dwight starts to fire um, just to start an episode. That's right. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it's probably the best cold open, but there are a lot of good ones. Another good one I saw, it's same area or uh, time period around the dinner party, is the one where Ryan invites all the managers and Toby to the camping trip, but not Michael. And so the cold open is just them talking about it. And I forget about it every time because they don't actually show it. They're just talking about it. And it's so fun. Michael's so pissed. Because he's he hate- so upset. And I laugh every time he hates Toby. I just I love every time he hates Toby. He it's so awesome. He's, he's like, why do you suck the fun out of everything, you fun sucker? Like it's it's so good. He his hate for him is so passionate. It makes you feel like it's real. Yeah, for sure. Um, but all right, man. I think we're good. I think after you hear, I have uh, Petrovita going to be on. Um, we're talking about breakfast cereals. Um, so anyway, that's what's coming up. All right, man. Well, appreciate you having me on. Y'all have a good one. All right, peace. Peace, bro. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we are back. And now the plan is we are going to give Petrovita a call. He is a rapper uh, from Seattle, currently lives in Sweden, uh, doing big things there, I believe. Has lots of listens on Spotify, so go check out his music. It's P-E-T-R-A-V-I-T-A. Uh, I'm going to give him a call. We're switch to, uh, I'm going to try to call him through a different mechanism this time to see how it goes, so uh, bear with us here. But Hey, Petrovita, what's up, man? How's it going, Mo? Oh, it looks like it's all recording good and shit. This might be yeah, the future. Yeah, this might be the future. It's sounding good on my end. Perfect. Um, so, man, uh, how's life? Life is good. I'm kind of on a 
recovery day right now. It's been a packed out weekend. Did my uh, organized my first event trying to kind of help put on the local scene here. So did that on Friday, and that was going pretty late. Uh, and I was working on it all day beforehand, and then the next day had some birthday celebrations with uh, my girlfriend's family, and now I'm just trying to catch up on sleep. Whose birthday was it? Um. It was her uh, twin siblings. It's a brother and a sister that are twins. I see. So I see. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was your birthday, so I was just making sure there. No, no. Um. So yeah, I, I saw you done your festival. You posted some stuff. It must be di- maybe it's not difficult, but is it hard to tell if uh, someone's good at rapping if it's not in a language you speak? Uh, I don't think so. I think. Um, I think. Maybe maybe it's more difficult, but things like kind of like flow and delivery are still pretty discernible. Right. I think obviously um, you might not get the like the nuances of whether or not they're a clever writer. You know, when you're when you're listening, if you don't fully understand it. For me, uh, I'm at the point where I'm understanding most of it when when people are rapping in Swedish, but um, but it still can be can be tough, especially if it's like a, someone doing fast kind of delivery like the styles I like to do. Right. Um so I think you can kind of still you can still get a pretty good gauge for people's kind of skill level uh with actual rapping, but I think, you know, the songwriting. Right. Obviously you're you're well, a little more in the dark there. I haven't had anyone uh for the podcast yet that just completely is in a different language, but we've had some international people, you know, from like England yeah. even and you do have to just be like, well they have a good flow and I not to judge one, but like when they start saying something like something's a boss or a main man, you know, something that would have been like uh, uh, a hip hop reference like a decade ago here. But I'm like, right. but it is probably still cool there. So like, they're not, not cool for saying it. It's just, we have a different, right. right. It might still be a trope in grime or whatever that type there, whatever style they're up to. Right. Right. So that's uh, mm. something I've noticed or been trying to pay attention to True. as I'm yeah. trying to become a genius and all this music stuff. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but eventually someday it will. That's right. You keep you keeping an open mind about it. That's a that's a good first step. You're right. That's what I try to do. Uh, but the main reason you're here, I mean, of course, afterwards we can totally get more in your music if needed. But you know, I feel like for your second time here, it should just be about nothing at all. So we're doing a top five list of yes. cereals, breakfast cereals. Damn right. Now mm-hmm. the way we're doing this, instead of the typical like, here's my top five and here's mine, we're gonna do like a. A fantasy football style or a line them up against Cereal the wall, draft. pick them. Yeah. And then at the end, oh. it'll be like my five versus your five. Who would win in a cereal war? You know, however, okay. however we're imagining it. Um, God, I so, hope I know enough cereals, even though I suggested this. <laughs> um, I, I at least listed 10 so that I would yeah. have one just in case you happen to take all the ones that are also on my list. Right on. Yeah. Um, but maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. So mm-hmm. since you're the guest on the podcast, I will let you go ahead and go first. So now there is a lot of strategy involved because you have to think, Yes. do you pick your actual favorite first or do you pick one that I might want? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we don't even know each other's cereal. We've never ate breakfast together. So uh, this is very interesting. So anyway, what is your number one pick? Uh, my number one pick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll in with uh, Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. Oh man, that was number two on my list. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. good one. It's a good, good choice. Fun, fun, fun little sidebar on that. They, I had a computer game 
that they packaged with the cereal, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, and you literally raised a Crunchling and played all these mini games with it. It was almost like a little like Tamagotchi Pokemon type thing. Yeah, that is awesome. And you even said crunch berries because I, I made sure to put yeah. that on mine as well. Because to me growing mm. up, um, I think I may be like a little older than you, but we're, we're relatively the yep. same age. And I just turned 27 a couple of weeks ago. Right. Yeah. So you're a few years younger you're than I am. Mm. But crunch, just normal Captain Crunch, just the yellow stuff mm-hmm. was yeah. just such it was like a whole step down. It was like, no, mom, I don't want that. Get that out of here. But you put some berries in it. Yeah. And you're like next level. This is amazing. Yeah. Then you brought. That's when you brought up the cereal game. Exactly. And that's I, you're like, mom loves me this week. Now I will <laughs> say there is a fatal flaw in your number one, which is it will destroy the roof of your mouth. So it's like you do have to <laughs> yeah. sacrifice something for the deliciousness. They never True. figured out a way to make it not destroy the top of your mouth. No, it never. Bo- that's always been like a thing about about that cereal, but it never bothered me as much as it seems to bother a lot of people a lot of people talk about it and some people to the point like they don't even like eating it but it was never like a big well you know how like some know. people have weird superpowers like there's that guy in india that could just drink motor oil and digest it and like no one yeah. else on earth can maybe your weird superpowers you just have a really strong roof of the mouth yeah i get it yeah tough tough palate yeah uh, palate roof so since yeah. we look like we're just gonna go for the big ones first i'm just gonna have to go for my number right. one which is going mm-hmm. to be uh cinnamon toast crunch that that's a good one. I don't that's know. That's a great that's a great pick. I think it's maybe because I ate a lot of cinnamon toast as well as a kid. So there's mm-hmm. something about it now where it's great. And to me, um like my wife isn't a big cereal fan. Like I I love cereal. And I yeah. to me there's breakfast cereals and there's dessert cereals. There's one I'm gonna eat in mm-hmm. the morning and then there's one I'm gonna <laughs> eat after dinner for like when I'm yes. hungry again. And I feel that. Cinnamon toast crunch is both. It can be both. It can be a breakfast or a dessert cereal, and that's why it's just uh, it's my number one on my list. I just have always been a big fan. Versatile deliciousness for sure, right? And it doesn't it doesn't that's, rely on chocolate or marshmallows no. like all the other ones. It's like it's. I own was never thing. as big on the chocolate cereals um, as some of the ones we've already brought up. To be honest, right, right. Um, I actually probably agree with that. Uh, so anyway, cinnamon toast crunch is going to be my leader uh, in my cereal war. Okay, so. Who are you choosing number two? Uh, next up, we're going to go with uh, tricks, but with a caveat. Um, we got to go for, like, original recipe tricks because like the old they shakes. changed them. Yeah, because they got changed up, not only in their form, but also the flavor was different. Um, you know, I don't know if this is probably like 15 years ago now or 10 to 15, somewhere in that range. And it went from... The perfect tricks that I grew up with in the '90s to okay tricks. So I'm I'm gonna go with '90s tricks. Actually, that's I'm glad you chose it because it wouldn't even at all be on my list. Uh, yeah, I loved the cartoons as a kid. You know, for whatever tricks are for kids, uh, that was all great. But it always made my milk so like berry flavored. It was like too much mm. berry flavor for me as a oh, kid. I love so that. I normally went with the kicks berries. Like kicks okay. and berries, when yeah. as opposed to tricks. Whenever I was choosing as a kid, not that that'll probably won't be on my list, but oh yeah. Anyway, so tricks though. I'm glad it's getting love because I know a lot of yeah. people love tricks. Hell yeah. Um, my next choice. Hmm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna say that I think I'm gonna go with another breakfast cereal 
It's probably the most sturdy. Um, so you'll need this in the cereal war. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't like Cheerios. I didn't expected that to come up uh, so quick, to be honest. Right. It, it's just really high on my list. Honestly, I don't like normal Cheerios yeah. like at all, but Honey Nut Cheerios are still delicious, but they make you feel healthy. So yeah. as a yeah, no, I, an aging person, like it. it's very important. All so right. uh, what are you going to go with as your third cereal choice? Um, this uh, this uh, interesting one. You got me thinking about about some of the the stronger, the starker cereals that I liked as a kid. And what I'm gonna have to go with is Raisin Bran Crunch. And uh-huh. raisin Raisin Bran Crunch for me was another. This is another. I'm very specific with the with these. You'll notice. Is one time I remember as a kid, my mom just bought Raisin Bran, and it was garbage. It was garbage. You needed the like. The, the honey oat clusters in there to give it some more sweetness than it would than it would normally have. So, uh, yeah, so the crunch, then I'm with it. Right, yeah. I I remember, I don't really love raisins, but I remember thinking, like, if the option was, like, normal cornflakes or raisin bran, mm-hmm. you got to go with the raisin bran. Yeah. But, yeah, I never tried it with the crunch, crunch nuggets or whatever they're that's called. The, yeah, that's the real key for that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next time at the store, I'll look into it. Uh, I eat, like I said, way too much, way too much cereal. Yeah. Hmm. All right. What the, you got? the next one I'm gonna go with is just more of a flashy pick. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you probably wouldn't choose this. Chances are, so it might be a waste of pick. But I'm gonna go with it anyway, which is chocolate Lucky Charms. Now, I'm okay. normally not mm-hmm. a huge uh, chocolate cereal fan. Like I don't have cocoa puffs on here, uh, cocoa pebbles, any of that. Um, but I started smoking weed when I was a senior in high school a little bit and I got really stoned with my friend, Justin, and we went to his house and his mom was like one of the cool moms that were like, as long as you're at my house, not being an idiot, I'm not going to rat you out. Right. Sort of mom. Yeah. And so I go in there and this is like the week chocolate lucky charms comes out in Oklahoma. Like they didn't exist before this moment. And I go in their kitchen. I was like, Oh shit. They make what? And I pour this huge bowl, and I just start eating Chocolate Lucky Charms while watching Animal Planet. And his mom walks in, and she's like, oh, yeah, I was kind of like a good kid. And she That didn't sounds know. like a stoned experience. Right, and she didn't know um, I'd <laughs> smoked weed. And she was like, I can't yeah. believe they got you, too. I knew my son would, but I can't believe you would. And I was like, what? <laughs> and like, what are you talking about? I'm not high. And she's like, look at you. And I had like a giant mixing bowl. Like, not just a normal <laughs> cereal bowl, just yeah. going to town on Chocolate Lucky Charms. So because of that, it holds a special place in my heart. And I still buy it to this day because it's delicious. It's like normal Lucky Charms, which are great. I don't know that I've ever had it. Yeah, it's normal Lucky Charms. And then mm. instead of, you know, it's just brown uh, cereal pieces instead of the, the beige-colored ones. And it's great. It's amazing. Mm. It's chocolate and marshmallows together. You can't really go wrong. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty good. When you first mentioned that, I actually thought it was going to be like the the marshmallow part of it was was chocolate flavored. Oh no, oh no, uh, or something. So this sounds better. Yeah, yeah, I like that. it is the ultimate dessert cereal for sure. I think it is top line dessert. Sounds cereal. like it. Yeah. Okay, I'm learning. I'm learning something new here. Uh, I'm gonna have to hit them with one that uh, you know. I'm surprised we still got in the lineup. So let's bring on the Fruit Loops. Ooh, this is a good my, one for my next pick. Yeah. I never believe this whole 
idea because you hear it all the time that they're all the same flavor. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know. It seems like they're different to me. But apparently all the Fruit Loops are the yeah. same flavor, all the colors. I, you know, to be honest, I don't know that I've ever thought about it. I think I was always just so eager to, like, scarf it down. My mom was one of those people who would always, like, we wouldn't get these types of cereals all the time. You'd be like, well, get healthy cereals for a while, and then we'll get a sugar one. Like, right. And so and so, uh, I think when, 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 we, when we had Fruit Loops... I was just I was just scarfing those things down as as fast as I could, and uh, and not giving it a second thought. Uh, I didn't pause to taste the individual loops. Right. Uh, honestly, for me, growing up, I think I probably leaned a little more Apple Jacks and Fruit Loops. But then in college, uh, I was mm. watching an episode of Entourage, which was like the first one of the first shows I binged watched, like when I learned what torrents were. And yeah. there's this one episode where they steal Fruit Loops from this old lady in the grocery store. And that day I was like, I'm going to go buy some Fruit Loops. And since then, I've loved them. I don't know why. Before then, I didn't. I wasn't on board, but they are great. So I think it's a good choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, we're coming down here. I think, what, we each got two left? We've each chosen three. Is that I think correct? I have one. Or you have one. I think I, I have, have one two. left. Let's see. Yeah. Hmm. There's not many left. I'm going to go with. One that I'm gonna go with honeycombs, but like your tricks, I'm gonna say '90s honeycombs. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's changed up. They've made it like more whole grain and less sugar. Maybe. I haven't had it in at least a decade, so I can't. Right. I'll, I'll defer to you on this. So, um, childhood honeycombs for everyone out there. Uh, yes, they were great. Again, they didn't rely on chocolate or marshmallows, which I think is goes a long way. And uh, they were just delicious. And they only came in like. Them and corn pops, I believe, only came in those mm-hmm. huge ass boxes. Like you couldn't even get small boxes yeah. of the cereal. You could only get like the yep. family size. So you're like, yes, we got so much. That's oh, great. And then they looked uh-huh. cool. They looked cool in the milk with all their holes. Uh, anyway, honeycombs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go honeycombs. My number four. I have got a conundrum. So you've actually mentioned in just in casual conversation over the last couple of picks, you've you've mentioned uh, two of my candidates for. For the last, which are uh, Apple Jacks and Corn Pops. Mm. And also, one that was a personal favorite. Now, this is where it gets a little bit, um, for me, was Frosted Mini Wheats. And I I have a feeling that that may not be as popular, you know, if it was going to a vote-off with people as another one of our sugary picks here. But for me... I think frosted mini wheats were one of my one of my favorites when I was a kid, and they were so uh, it was like so filling for a cereal, and it had it had enough sweetness and sugar from the frosting that like I felt like I was getting a treat, but I filled up on like a lot less. It felt like maybe because it was such like a hearty, I don't know, it's a fucking all the fiber, hefty biscuit of a cereal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, it's tough. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with frosted mini wheats. That's good. It was yeah. it was my that, that uh, wild card in there. Last on my list for like if we happen to get there, I was like, okay, I did love yeah. Frosted Mini Wheats, so I'm totally on board the pick. Hell yeah. Um yeah. for me That's a good one. Uh I think um I was like a fat kid growing up, and I still am, so I've never not been a fat kid. <laughs> Actually, I was really small because I was born premature, but between kindergarten and first yeah. grade, 
the doctors, I, I would never gain weight, so they kept telling my mom to feed me, and my metabolism gave out between kindergarten and first grade, and then I became a oh. fat kid, and then that was I was a fat kid after that. So that was it. Anyway, that's my history. Um, but frosted mini wheats will like trick my mom into being like, "Well, it's healthy." Right. But to me, uh, I'm yeah. like, they're yeah, sugar. I, yes. I get what you're saying. So it was like, uh, it was just a good balance there. So I did eat it a lot. And then in a way pervier sense, I think drinking that milk with the little, uh, the floaties that are left by it definitely <laughs> prepared you for adulthood. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Some people get it, some won't. But either way, it it is what it is. Cause <laughs> I grew up in a household that you had to drink all the cereal milk, like, uh, uh, I had friends in college that I saw just start dumping milk down the drain. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like it was a weird eye opening moment to me that like, wait, yeah, not everyone's parents made them drink all the milk. My mom was like, you're pouring that. You're drinking it. So, uh, yeah, don't waste it. Exactly. I feel that. So frosted mini weeks, uh, great, great choice yeah. there for sure. Now that's funny. The, the remaining, the floaties and the milk also, it's like the, the milk equivalent as well of like, when you start having like juice with the pulp in it. Yeah. Or like you don't just get like the smooth fruit juice. Yeah. Today I bought orange juice at the grocery store and I was like, oh, no pulp. Jesus. Who who buys pulp? Who goes the other way for that? Yeah. Blows my mind. Um, all right. I have a conundrum as well. Really minor between uh, one that I don't think a lot of people really like, which is Reese's Puffs. But I personally mm. enjoyed them. But they, I think that's a good one. And then yeah. Frosted Flakes, which is just a staple of my mm. life. Like, I've always had Frosted right. Flakes around. You know, they're delicious. Tony to the Tiger says they're yeah. great. Um, so, I, I mean, that one's just a really, really tough one. I think because I've went with more heartier cereals so far, I'm going to go Reese's Puffs mm. to just balance mm. out my team. Uh, I remember when Reese's yeah. Puffs first came out. Like, I remember being a child when that happened. And it was like yeah. a big fucking deal because everyone loved Reese's. Those TV commercials on like Saturday morning cartoons were just magical for all like all the serial commercials. Right, I was a huge like Digimon fan, so like yes. I was always yeah, on yeah. Fox, right? Like Fox and any of those commercials mm-hmm. that were gonna come on Saturday morning, I was there. Um, yeah, yep. Reese's Puffs are great. I even eat them now because I like to play NBA 2K games, and they have a partnership where uh, they'll have some code inside the box you can type in and get free currency for the game. And I've never done that with anything. That's awesome. But if I'm going to buy yeah. cereal and I'm like, well, if I'm already playing the game and I'm already buying cereal. I'm going to give me some freebies. Yeah, I might as well get it. So I think that's kind of cool too. So off of that, I'll give it to Reese's Puss as my number five. And it's pretty de- pretty decent. It's not as, it's yeah. not too chocolatey, you know, but it's chocolatey enough. Nice, nice little dessert mm-hmm. cereal. I will say the milk is not very good. It has probably the worst cereal milk of all my choices. But I guess so no, did your number yeah. five. So. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have uh, have anything we've left off here? No, I think. I mean, I'm 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 good with that lineup. That's that's solid for me. I agree. I agree. I think all of the cereals we mentioned are great, and anyone listening will probably want to go out and get themselves cereal. Now, I will say. Uh, Honorable mention to the early 90s Cookies Crisp, maybe just straight 90s Cookie Crisp. Mm -hmm. They were so good. They used to literally be cookies in milk. Like I don't, that, yeah, that was one of the ones that like my mom would never buy. So I didn't really get to try it till I was actually older. <laughs> and it was so crazy how much that's basically what it was. And the commercials were great. And then one day, yeah, they were like, no, no, you can't, ju- you can't just put cookies and milk. What the fuck's wrong with y'all? Yeah. And they changed it up to where it's like any other cereal now. And now it's all like 
Ah, uh, it's just horrible. It's horrible. Is it? It makes me. Oh. It's like uh, it gets soggy really fast, and I don't know. It's it's just yeah. it's not cookies anymore. I don't know. It was it used to be great, kids. And why they why <laughs> yeah why are they ruining so many cereals? You know, right? Like any of us thought it was healthy, like. And I yeah. love the way cereals used to get away with it on their commercials. They'd be like, it's part of a balanced breakfast. And then the picture would be yeah. like eggs, bacon, toast, ham, hash browns. Banana. A banana, <laughs> orange, apple, and a bowl of cereal. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. okay. It's part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's part of that whole thing. It is part of it. Uh, other breakfast items as a kid, and I still love. I remember, and I'm sure yes. you grew up with this, the Pop-Tart versus Toaster Strudel War. And it was yep. like all the commercials Toaster Strudel ever put out were like, fuck Pop-Tart. They suck. We're the best. And everyone knew it. Like everyone was like, yeah, Toaster Strudels are way better. But it was like a price thing and like convenience. Like One of my absolute favorites that I had actually a lot more than either of those was the the same brand as um, as Toaster Strudels. But they did like the breakfast ones. Like they did like egg and oh, yeah sausage or like ham and cheese and egg and stuff like that and they had like this super flaky outside too just like the the strudels and the, oh those are so good i agree i used to eat those all I, the time. I, I used to, i look for them now in the store and i can never find them i'm sure if i was in a bigger city they would exist yeah like maybe it's just a little more rare um but i'm a big fan of any breakfast so. food it's like my favorite like i love the whole yes, things that that's are my like favorite meal corn dogs but mm-hmm. instead of a corn dog it's a sausage with a pancake around yeah. it you're like oh my yeah, god i remember those great. Like, I was a kid that would show up to school and be like, I'm eating breakfast today. And all my friends are like, no one eats school breakfast. And I'm like, guys, they have sausage and gravy and biscuits and the corn corn dog thing, breakfast pizza. Like, another thing, I don't know. I don't know about for you, but, like, honestly, compared to, like, some of the lunch options, I actually thought, like, the breakfast stuff was, like, the sausage patties were pretty good. And, like, yeah, it's because you can't mess up breakfast. breakfast. You, it's yeah. like hard to mess up those items. I feel like so it's always safer <laughs> that way. Um, it's me. Yeah, that was nice. Anyway, breakfast is the best. And honestly, I don't even eat breakfast now. Like I don't eat until like lunchtime. So I have to just buy uh, breakfast foods and then like force myself to eat them at night, which is still delicious. I'll still do it. Yeah. My wife made pancakes yesterday. Um, oh. It was great. I got to do all the cooking in my house except two items. Yeah. Uh, my wife will bake like cakes and stuff like that because I don't mm-hmm. really like baking, and she'll make pancakes because I just don't want to deal with it. And those are the two they things she this, cooks. Uh, so. This oven, this Swedish thing, it's an oven pancake. So not like the thin like Swedish pancakes. We have those two, but but um, and uh, we'll sometimes have it for dinner, and it will literally be like you'll take really thick cut of bacon, chop it up into a bunch of pieces, put it in the oven, and then you make like a giant pancake batter. And put it into like a an oven tray, and so you end up with just like this one huge rectangle pancake with a bunch of bacon all over in it, and then you just cut it up a, a bit at a time, a square at a time, and have it. We have it for dinner like fairly often actually, and they eat it with like uh, with like lingonberries and stuff here. But uh, you know, I like to get in touch with my American side, and I go to the like international food section of the store here and grab some maple syrup. And I just lathered that on it. So uh, I was actually wondering, do you get syrup? Like my grandpa, you can get it. Yeah, uh, made French toast every other week. I say it down to my grandparents like Ugh. every Saturday night for ever as a kid, mm-hmm. and um, every other week he would make French toast. And I would, you know, love maple syrup, but he would pull out corn syrup 
Like it just says okay. clear syrup, and then he would pull out sh- yeah. like granular sugar, and he would like uh-huh. put sugar over it, and then pour this corn syrup, and it looked disgusting to me. But he was like, "Ugh, I don't want that maple syrup." <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> that man. was the way for him. He was like, "This is the, <laughs> this is the real." And I think about moments like that for when I see all the memes on the internet that like people my age are starting to make of like. Kids today can't write cursive. And I'm like, uh, you know how many things people would have said about you? A bit like, oh, yeah. you know what you can't do? You can't build a tractor from scratch or whatever the hell people used to do. They People were crazy back oh. in the day. It's cool we don't have to worry about that stuff and life's more convenient, right? Yeah. I don't know why we're complaining. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it, yeah. Anyway. I'm all, I'm all for the, for the progress. I, I, can't, I can't stand the, like... <laughs> Every generation being the golden era. Right. Every, everyone's the best, and everyone after them is the worst. Yeah. And it, yep. it's like, and you're raising them every time someone that, that's says... The, that's the other thing, too. It's, it's never the fault of the people that raised them. It's like, you know, if you raise dogs and what they turn out evil, you'd be like, oh, I'm probably not good at this. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I shouldn't be raising dogs anymore. For when it's kids, it's like, well, the news. The news did it to them all. John Stewart was <laughs> yeah. so influential. Um, video games yeah video games as always that's that's what really got him definitely um all right man i'm trying to think when this comes out so uh a week ago since then i would have had a song come out with strong maurice called always too high and it's really awesome and i know recently from when we're recording this you've had a song where him on he is on the beat as well called no name he's maurice is just all over the place yes yeah and uh He's he's really good. So anyway, I'll play that song probably at the end of this, uh, if that's cool, and then people can go look you up. Right and all on, that. yeah. Hell yeah. But right, man, well thanks for coming on. I'm sure we'll have you again in the future. Sounds good. We'll come up with some more. Yes, fun thank lists. you for this. I love yeah, I love I love the idea of having just coming up with random shit to uh to shoot the breeze about. Yeah. Cereal. I wanna I wanna see how, what people think of these uh these stack ups. Yeah. I mean l- send us your uh top five list of uh how you would do it, you know. Let Mm -hmm. us know. Tell us where we went wrong. Exactly. All right. Peace, man. All right. See ya. Please believe if I've seemed off It's for a reason This why I disappear all damn season Only to come back now when the sun peeks out Time to show my cards like I'm greeting And I've been up and down like I'm riding at the carnival Took a couple tickets and I spent on most of the animals Chasing every comfort like a duckling in the rain Until I find a bit of leaf that I can hide under again And I'll be putting all my pieces back together with some tape Trying to find a reason why I shatter in the first place I've been in my head and overthinking since the first grade But now I got a chance to tackle something that be first place Boy ain't got no name Boy can't do no wrong Boy been a big damn nerd, catch me catching my Game of Thrones Boy ain't got no name, 
I just write my songs. Boy, been a big damn goof. Catch me singing my booty off. I probably got a million scenarios. Up inside my head, I could run them in stereo. Doc Strange, tell me about the good ones. Throw enough dice, and I'll get a couple winning rolls. I'm a marvel. Catch me in the women's rolls. Scratch that, you can catch me in the women's drawers. Alright, they probably never let me near the dressing rooms. But if they did, I'd like to think I'd be impressing y'all. Not even one song gone, and I'm feeling better than I did. Pair of minutes, all it took to take my angry mind and hit it with a positive spin. Keeping up, I think. Let the sun shine in. Let the energy that's radiating kiss me. Baby, put a tan on my skin. Boy ain't got no name. Boy can't do no wrong. Boy been a big damn nerd. Catch me catching my Game of Thrones. Boy ain't got no name. I just write my songs. Boy been a big damn goof. Catch me singing my booty off. Boy ain't got no name. Boy can't do no wrong. Boy been a big damn nerd. Catch me catching my Game of Thrones. Boy ain't got no name. I just write my songs. Boy been a big damn goof. Catch me singing my booty off.